Hello and welcome along to episode 7 of season 4 of The Three Amigos. I'm your host Don and I'm joined as always by my amigo Mars. Unfortunately our amiga Kylie had to cry off sick earlier tonight because um, she's, she's feeling a little bit unwell. So everybody do pass on your kind wishes to our Kylie on Twitter. You can get her there of course at KylieFPL. Um, Marzi, um, as always we begin our podcast with a brief review of the previous game week um, before finally putting it in our rear view mirror and moving on. You were definitely top dog in this past game week so tell the listeners a little bit about how you got on. Yeah, it's interesting. So I decided uh, really, really late on Friday night that I was activating my wildcard. I had already thought about a team, um, thought about play. You know, th- this time I knew the players that I wanted, which was it's what made me go for that. Uh, I decided, for example, I decided I wanted Kane. I wanted um, Son. Uh, I wanted some Villa cover, but also I wanted. Uh, uh, then I had to replace KDB. I knew the keeper that I wanted. Uh, looking at my defense, I knew exactly who I wanted as well. So I thought, okay, you know, I could hold on and do a few minus fours, but I thought the minus fours and and the fixtures is good. Just do it. Uh, It didn't feel great on Saturday, I have to say, when Che Adams scored and then Werner scored as well. So I had no striker goals at all. And then suddenly I get three in one game. But afterwards, you know, I was calm. I knew I made the right decision with my team. And then I finished with 84 points. So fantastic. Kane did well. So, you know, I'm not going to go through the whole of the team. The, the players that I picked are the players that I informed. Martinez, Kane, Son, uh, and, and did well. So I was happy with that. And, I, and I'm happy with that way my team is set up for the next few games now. Mm. Nice one. Um, I had a very different game week, um, as every single game week this season so far seems to be. Ended 57 minus 8, so uh, 40... 49 points net um, for me. I took a minus eight. Um, I had a minus four nailed in from early on, but then the KDB news, I thought I'd take a punt on Pulisic. Uh, took a hit for that, didn't work out. But um, but yes, we live and learn on that. Um, I had 16 points on my bench, which never feels particularly good. Um, and I keep on captaining the wrong, making the wrong choice. It wasn't too bad this week because... The other alternative was Son, um, but I went for Salah. Um, so again, another little, another little blip in the road for me. But um, we'll move on. As as I said, Mersey, we won't we won't dwell too much on game week five, and we'll look ahead at game week six. Um, I want to quickly give a rundown on Three Amigos Classic Mini League, um, which is closed now to new entrants. So. Um, Top dog, still flying without Ings, is Niall Murphy's team on around 400 points. Um, epic score to come up with after five weeks. Uh, Brown Burn Rovers is down to second spot. That's Lewis Brown's team. Uh, FBL, FBL Mumbai, that's Harsh Pandya's team, is on 379 points. Royal to the core, Nick Pandwan's team is on 376 points. And up to fifth spot is Crouch Potato, which I like the name of that one. Uh, Danny Levine's team is on 365 points. So well done to all of those um, and keep up the good work. And I am, let's just say I am a little bit behind you guys on the table at the moment. Um, having an absolute nightmare of a season, but... Uh, but it is only a game, Marcy, and you were telling me before anyway that um, overall rank at this time of the season is absolutely nothing to be concerned about. So I'm sure top 10K is still a realistic ambition for me, yeah? Absolutely. It's all, it's all about the points and just keep going. Now, don't look at OR. It's uh, b- Between two points to four points, sometimes you realise there's like 200K 
or something like that. Maybe, yeah. maybe uh, not that much, but uh, it's absolutely too yeah. early. Thanks, Mercy. Thanks. You're making me feel a lot better. I appreciate that. Um, not what you were saying to me in message where you're basically slagging me off and abusing me all the time about, <laughs> about how I'm getting on, but it's good that the listeners think you're a nice guy anyway. So, uh, <laughs> Mersey, we were, we were going to, we don't have our Amiga and we were, um, tonight with us, but our, we had planned on a little bit of a different, our FBL, our T3A round table, um, whereby the three of us kind of talk in WhatsApp about kind of topics that we want to cover off on the podcast this week and I guess discussions that we wanted to bring to our other two amigos um, on the podcast. So we all get to pick a topic and we get to pitch it to our amigo. And now it's only myself and yourself here tonight, so we only have two topics. Um, but um, I'm going to kick it off, first of all, because um, FBL Crate Digger asked the same, um, basically on the same theme as what I was thinking of. He asked for our suggestions on FBL managers still outside the top three, three million for a friend, he said. Um, well, I can reveal that I am that friend and my man Crate Digger was actually being kind because um, that should read uh, four million. <laughs> so um, I'm bringing that to the T3A roundtable, Marzi. Um, I want your advice as the ma- magical, mystical uh, Mars to um, tell me what, what what advice would you give to people in our boat right now? Um, is it just basically throw it all on the the five five percent or under differentials, <laughs> or uh, or just tro- <laughs> or just throw in the towel? Or uh, I'd imagine you're going to suggest if you do have a wild card and you want to use it, uh, this is the time. <laughs> well, yeah. Listen, first of all, we talked about it. Don't obsess about OR. Don't keep looking at it. It's it, it's. It, I know it's difficult not to, but honestly, the points are, are so. You speak to other people and you see what you're you're four points ahead of me. Yet you're about a hundred or two hundred k ahead of me. That's strange, but it's because it's so early and so congested. Some people will drop off. You'll start building a gap. And what I would say is a couple of things. Yeah, absolutely. I think look, if you're sitting there looking at your team and you're thinking. You know what? I want to hold uh, Jimenez for one more game before I bring Kane in for the future run. I want to hold this. And, and you end up going thinking like you've already planned in your head those transfers for the next game week or the, and, and two game weeks. If you have that wildcard, just press it. What are you waiting for? Game week 16? Because by then you could be five, six, six million. You can still make the gap now. You can still bring it up. You can still have a good, an absolutely good finish. So... Don't be scared of using that wildcard. I was hoping to, ho- to hold the wildcard for later on. But then I thought, you know what? I don't want to be too far behind. It might backfire. It might not work. Um, I had a net about 40 points more if I didn't use my, uh, that, uh, when I used my wildcard. Will those 40 points make a difference later on? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I'm happier with my team. I don't actually have any future plans right now. I'm happy with the team. There's some players that I want. You know, I've got double spurs. Do I want to go to Rashford to spread on United? So that's one thing. Be happy with your team. Don't be scared of pressing the wild card. Yeah. The other thing that I would say is, go, go on. No, I, I... Because you've I, used your wild card. Yeah, no, but that's exactly, yeah. Because as, you know, we, we talked about this um, in our conversations during the weekend. And that was what my um, my dilemma is. And I don't know, is Craig Digger in this same situation? Or is a lot of our listeners kind of in that same situation? Looking at my team... I'm very happy with my team. I mean, I've been looking at my team in the last few weeks, and this is one of these more frustrating things in FPL when you're actually looking at your team and you're going, I like it. Fixtures seem to be, I'm sticking to a plan, and yet that plan keeps on um, just every week. You're seeing just red arrows or very slight green arrows. Um, and that's what I'm finding with it this season. I mean, I if I even had a wild card right now, I wouldn't do a whole lot with my team. I've done, I've taken a couple of hits 
um, and I've just basically tried and got my got my team in the in the situation I'd want to have it in. But just every week seems to be a difficulty with picking the captain. The right captain choice is a big one. Um, and just kind of getting those players. I have all the right players at all the wrong times is the way I'm, I'm describing it. But yeah. um, one thing I would advise, um, and it's advice to other people and to myself as well, is um, I guess this stage of the season to try to go too differential and kind of going, well, I'm no point in me bringing in the likes of Harry Kane or the likes of DCL if his ownership is that high. If you believe that they're going to keep on scoring, then do get them in and don't try to be too Absolutely. clever with that. You want to get differentials that, in other areas, but not not in the, the the players that you really believe are going to keep performing for you. That was going to be my second point. Absolutely. Look, get those players in. Don't forget, we talked about this. I think uh, Carly calls it compa- compound differential, where you have the combination. Is that right? That's that's what she calls it. Yeah, right? well, I that's, it. that's what it's called. Yeah. Where you have, you have all or what we call a template, or other player, but not many people will have a Kane, a Son, a Sterling, uh, a, a Salah. I, I'm, I'm now saying my team, but I, when I looked at my team, I decided to go with the players that are in form, have good fixtures. So four, four plus fixtures. Yeah, I got a, a couple of points in here, and maybe I went with Watkins or something. But the main players, the bulk of my team, the spine of my team, were players that are already performing. I didn't go too clever. Yeah, okay, when I decided on forwards, I decided that I want to have a premium forward. So, and when I wanted big, big in midfield, and we'll talk about this later, I decided that DCL was not one for me because I already had Rodriguez. Now, look, with regards to DCL and, and, and the advice that I'll say to, to people as well, if you're thinking about it, I think DCL will continue scoring. Absolutely. Is he going to score braces and hat-tricks? Maybe, but I, not like Kane. So I had a choice and it was an easy choice. I was going to go with the guy that I know will that will deliver is similar with Jimenez. So I took out Jimenez for, and I brought in Kane. Kane is, is, is on fire, so it was an easy choice for me. Also a nice place for when Aguero, if he comes back and firing and playing when, when Jesus is not there. Don't be scared of those players. I, I, I absolutely agree with you. I see people saying, oh, uh, it's too late for me to go there, so I'm going to go with that one. Now, of course, there's nothing wrong with going with a Rashford, for example, because he's also on fire playing for a good team. Um, now, I, I, I saw, for example, you have Pulisic. I don't think that was a bad pick. I just think what you said is interesting. You said you got the right players at the wrong time. And I think Pulisic is just a little bit too early because he's just come back from an injury. There, there could have been time for it. For, for later on, when you could, instead of Pulisic, you might have been able to, uh, to get a Rashford or something like, you know, someone who's already on form, not just come back from an injury. But there's nothing wrong with having one differential player. Just don't go all out to bring a Trossard, uh, a Pulisic, um, and, uh, and a Mopai, and those guys that might not be playing for a team that's always going to score high, and they are low, low, low differentials, low, uh, low, um, uh, low ownership when the others are delivering. Because the more the, the less players you have that many people have, the more you're going to drift apart. Yeah, true. I mean, Pulisic, it was, well, no, ironically, it was the fixture and KDB's injury that I went, I know how important he is at Chelsea, and I got that 100% right because he, when he came back, they were clicking, scoring goals. Yeah. They still can't defend, of course, to save their lives, mm. but they did click on attack. He just happened to be kind of assisting the assister, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so I think it, he's a great player. I think he's nah, a great player. But as you said, it is, it is one of those ones that you kind of, well, he, he'll either be stuck with or he'll just be basically staying in there until I want to bring KDB back. Um, but uh, mm. but it definitely, I I wouldn't Pulisic. I think will be um, will be a very very valuable asset to have going forward. But uh, Marzi, what topic do you want to bring to the roundtable? So I, I, mean, I mentioned the uh, the big hitters that I went for in my team, and for me it was uh, 
it's an interesting one. It's it's um, what's the point of defense? <laughs> basically, I'm saying you know like let's go all out attack. Um, I'm I'm basing this on the fact that we have just a ridiculous amount of goals. I'm basing this on the fact that that amount of good players that are that are delivering on fire, so either midfielders and the amount of midfielders that we have that are not really midfielders. They're midfielders in the game, but they're playing up front for their team. You know, the likes of even outgo Son, I, I see him more as a forward these days. Rashford, Salah, Mane, all these, Sterling, all these guys are playing up front. But actually, they, so you could have these guys in midfield with the extra point for goals and you can still have a Kane and a DCL and a Jimenez or, or, or an Antonio. And, you know, then you look at this, at clean sheets. I mean, let's start with Liverpool. Adrian is injured. I don't really want to talk too much about Virgil van Dijk because I'll get angry. <laughs> but, you, sorry, uh, Adrian is in goal for, for the injured Alisson. I'm, I'm not saying anything against Adrian, but any team would miss Alisson. Any t- and then you combine that with Virgil van Dijk. So, I know I'm well aware of the attacking output of, of Robertson and, and TAA. Uh, but I can also, you know, the discussion at the beginning was that the cheaper midfielders are not doing as well as Robertson, fair enough. But then now you've got people like Grealish. Uh, you've got people like Barkley that are playing for an attacking team and, and, and doing quite well. So why not? Uh, you've, got, you've, got, you've got a lot of players now between the 5.5 5. to the 7, 7.5 that are actually doing well or have good fixtures. So for me, um, at the moment I have Trent and he's my only premium defender. The rest are 4.5. It's risky. But I'm considering going down at least from Trent to somebody like a Castagna, who's still attacking, uh, still attacking, um, and, and to upgrade, for example, uh, Brewster if I want, or Suchik, who's my fifth midfielder, to to a Grealish or to a Barkley. So I have like a strong front eight, if you like. Um, maybe for sh- for a short period. Um, I could go trend to a 4.5 and just go, you know, uh, bring, for example, uh, DCL up front with Kane. Um, I could do that. And, and I'm not scared of that. And I just think sometimes you look at this fixture turns. You look at United, their fixtures coming up. Spurs have got good fixtures. City have got fixtures. Liverpool attacking-wise have got good fixtures. Uh, Everton are playing well. Uh, Villa are playing well. And they've got cheap players. So you are able to have a strong eight. That the Chelsea players have been um, priced really nicely. And they... Maybe we'll start clicking now, now that the Ziyech is back, Pulisic is back, Werner starting to deliver. You can have that strong team. And with defenders, we're relying on a defender to, to get an assist or to, to have that free kick. Yes, it could happen. Absolutely. Saiz scored a great goal. He was ruled out of sight. But you're kind of hoping rather than knowing, whereas with the strikers, the attackers, the midfielders, the attacking forwards you know they, they are more likely to deliver than not. And I think for a short term, I'm considering going really cheap at the back and uh, hitting the, the front eight. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, there's, I think there's, with, that, with all the goals being scored and the lack of clean sheets, clean sheets are rarer than hen's teeth these days. Um, um, I think, Marzi, I was, I was thinking there in future, there'll be a trivia question asking which two teams conceded like 13 goals in their first opening, uh, in their opening five fixtures of the season. And uh, West Brom might be one of those guests, but uh, the reigning champions, Liverpool, maybe not. It's, uh, it's been a really odd one. And I am personally, as you mentioned there, you know, to do with Castagne and uh, maybe downgrading from Trent to him. I think there's definitely reason for that. 
um, the likes of Castanier, Dinier, um, even Cresswell at five mil is um, he's on so he's he's on free kicks. West Ham look like they're halfway decent if David Moyes would just maybe stop doing so much in game management um, and just let the players kind of have at it. But um, there is so many options at kind of you know the lower price point that there's definitely a thing of I wouldn't go fully budget budget. But um, as you're mentioning there, the downgrade from, say, Trent at seven and a half to somebody who's like five and a half or six million, that extra bit of money can make a massive difference in terms of upgrading, you know, an eight mid midfielder or a seven and a half mid midfielder to almost being able to get like Son into your team. And, um, you know, th- these things can make massive differences um, in your attack. And that's where definitely I think that the money should be at the moment while we're in this crazy period. Because at the end of the day, we always have said about Trent, Robertson, these guys, that, you know, bonus, the bonus is the, um, is the clean sheet points, whereas it's really the attacking points we're wanting from them. But uh, the, the, that strategy is being tested a little bit with the fact that there are so few clean sheets out there. Every game seems to be end-to-end like a basketball match. And um, we nearly can just rule the clean sheets aspect of it out and I what I want is defenders who I think can give me attacking returns and who won't cost the earth because um for me without clean sheets it's not really worthwhile um when you do have those kind of options down there but um yeah definitely that's that's where that's where I'd be thinking of at the moment um Marzi will we hit our listener questions because tonight's podcast is a bit of a short one um as we we just wrapped up a getting to know you podcast with um with a great guest earlier on so we're just doing a nice quick one and we want to cover off though your listener questions so Marzi take it away yeah absolutely we've got loads in uh, so should be some good discussion we'll start with a with a guest of the um with with one of our friends and uh, a regular guest Hindu Monkey who do you think will score more goals this season, Rashford or Pepe? Asking for a quiet captain at three-five. Who there's a bet between Adam and and Phil? I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't understand. Crazy. I Adam, I I really appreciate your fandom. I I've been there myself. Trust me. Whereby I've looked at Liverpool teams and thought they're contenders, and you know, and been really excited about players. But Rashford is going to. I'd I'd be thinking if he gave you a fifty percent discount. Rashford would probably still outscore Pepe on the season. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I I agree. It's uh, it's a funny one. Uh, interesting uh, bet. I can't believe it went ahead. <laughs> Adam isn't right. Adam isn't old enough to bet anyway. He's it's illegal for <laughs> anyone his as young as him to bet. True, true. Maybe that's why he's doing it. Mm. Uh, FBL Lionshead at FBL. Underscore lines head. Uh, discuss Villa's run of next ten fixtures. Now, um, obviously, we touched on Villa. We touched on uh, Grealish, Barkley, uh, Watkins, um, etc. Mm. So uh, I'm looking at the fixtures. We've got Leeds, Southampton, Arsenal, Brighton, West Ham, Newcastle, Wolves, Burnley, Sweet. West Brom, Crystal Palace. Fantastic. Mm. And they are. I mean, you, they are so much value in that team. From keeper defenders. I mean, they've kept three out of four clean sheets. Uh, why not? And they're so cheap um, across the board. What do What do you think? What do you think? Now, one thing is now I have Martinez. Um, I have Martinez and Ryan actually um, in goal because I decided at the start of the season that I want to kind of keep two goalkeepers just with due to COVID. It might turn out to be one of those stupid decisions that I look back on, but maybe over the winter it might pay off. 
um, and not beat myself up, by the way, about getting the wrong keeper each week, like I did this week. I'm just, you know, letting the fixtures aside, really, who I'm going to go with on the form team. Um, Villa, I wouldn't majorly go. Concel has really looked really good. Villa have looked very good in defence. Are they going to be the top dog in defence at the end of the season? I don't think so. Um, I'm not sure why they're tightened up Concel's partnership um with uh, Mings in the back has definitely he and Martinez behind them we've seen ourselves Marzi as Liverpool fans the difference a good center half and a good goalkeeper can make to a defense but for me it's really Grealish or if you want to get in and if you want to pick him as being your bargain um your bargain forward would be the um what's the what's what's the name Ollie Ollie uh, Watkins Ollie Watkins Brilliant. looked really really good against Liverpool not going to keep up the kind of um, probably the pace that he has so far. But um, for me, Grealish, I got him in last week as um, part of my minus eight. I got in Son and Grealish in the midfield um, along with uh, Pulisic. But um, for me, Grealish will, in this run of fixtures, I think he's going to score big. Um, and yeah, I think Villa, look, they're a team really on the up. And um, it's great to see. It's great to see a few of these less fashionable teams, shall we say. Um, kind of um, up near the top of the leaderboard and kind of uh, and and on the goals front as well. Uh, what do you reckon? Yeah. You happy with that? No, I think it's a great. It's, yeah, it's a great start. Uh, they've got the fixtures to to continue doing it. Um, like you said, you know, I'm always wary when you travel up on 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 teams that are not not are not known to uh, continue to be consistent. Mm. If 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 you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with uh, jumping. Uh, at the right time with the right fixtures and when they inform and there's absolutely nothing of having uh, uh, you know a, a defender and a midfielder for example uh, or a keeper and a midfielder uh, I think uh, they're absolutely fantastic set of fixtures and they seem to be playing well and since the, we did a joke since my joke the running joke that I said lockdown will make them get uh, closer to each other we're like well that's the whole point of lockdown actually they have been tighter at the back and mm. um, uh, yeah it's, yep. just, it's strange but Fair play to them. Uh, right, FBL4 at United Fan 96. Uh, should Kane and Aguero come in this week or hold off on one? If so, which? Now, my opinion is so. When I was looking at the wild card, you know, you know, I love, I love big forwards. I love, I love it. I love big up front. Like I just, I'm, I'm a sucker for forwards. I probably captained them way too much. And I did look at the Kane and Aguero with uh, like a forward instead of Sterling. But I decided. Um, that Aguero still for me, you know, has come hasn't played for for a long time. He's gonna be rusty. Pep Pep loves rhythm. You could see for me, and I had a discussion with Late Riser about this on on Twitter. I said for me, he looked a little bit rusty in the game against Arsenal. Late Riser disagrees, and I'm not one to disagree with him. He's got a huge record, but I'm gonna wait and see how how this goes. You know how see see Aguero come back to the. Uh, the Aguero that we know before I jump on on those lovely fixtures that they've got from game week 9 or 10 moving forward what do you think Don? double up or wait? Um, wait no I well I wouldn't wait on Kane um, I was watching the Spurs match and even as a Son owner it was miserable watching and not owning Kane in that game for me at the moment Kane is looking like he's um, somehow eaten Kevin De Bruyne and has his midfield ability and his passing ability along with having his own um, shooting prowess so um, Kane looks as good as I've ever seen him um, and I didn't yeah. think that was going to happen necessarily under Mourinho and that's a bit of disrespect for um, for Mourinho there but he, um, you know, I, for me, Kane, definitely. Aguero, I mean, I, it's hard to argue that he is rusty because, I mean, Pep did bring him off on 60 minutes where it was clearly one of those ones where he told him he'll have, you know, 
you know, he'll have most of the game, but he'll bring him off. Um, he's obviously easing him into it, and he doesn't want to have a recurrence of his injury. Um, but so because obviously he's going to be really important to um to City in um in in their league um, aspirations this year and the Champions League. Um, so I would Kane definitely. I wouldn't go with the that double up as of yet though. Yeah, yeah, agree. Our friend at Morpheus Fire, he goes, uh, both Marzi, <laughs> Everton, Shite Housing and Kylie, sexism and workplace quite rightly deserve a rant this week. Now, we were going to touch on this, but as we mentioned, Kylie's not well and that was her piece. So we'll, we'll let her come when she's ready. She will uh, definitely touch on that. But I think it's been discussed, discussed enough. So we'll just focus on the football for now. I'd also like to hear Don singing. Don, are you? Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm my voice is a little bit scratchy tonight, Morpheus. <laughs> and um, but I I'll definitely I'll give you a bell one of the other nights. I'll give you a little bit of a uh, um an Irish jingle, okay? Uh, fair enough. Uh, um, who got the assist? Tom at WGTA FBL. Mars, he said, one of my favorite tweets. He's so good at these. Yeah. Mars, I'm not sure I've heard anything about your views on the Merseyside derby. I know you're normally a shrinking violet who keeps such opinions to himself. But on this one occasion, would you care to indulge us, a listener? Brilliant. Look, I deliberately said I don't want to do a, a run about this. For me, my anger comes from the need, the fact that it was a needless tackle. I, would ne- I don't know if Pickford meant it or not. No one can say he did or he didn't. Only he does. Yeah. But it was needless. It was reckless. It was pointless. The aftermath of it made me even more angry. The fact that it was in the eyeline of the referee. The linesman is there and two people on VAR either ignored it or decided it's not. I don't care if Pickford gets banned or not. That's not my point. In fact, banning him will probably benefit Everton because he's a donkey in goal sometimes. (laughs) And actually should have lost that game from his mistake, letting in Henderson's shot. But it's it's, it's all of this. And of course I'm angry because we've lost one of our best players. And such a beautiful man as well. Like we're not going to see him yeah. for a year on the pitch, you know. Of a year, course, a I year am, of Virgil's career. Like it's, um, it's a shame. And at his age, it could be even more dangerous. Twenty nine mm. is nothing, but in football, it's you know. Let I. We just hope you see the love coming in for him, and we just hope he comes back stronger. And I, I have. I don't care if they 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 said they're not. Gonna, I'm, not I, I'm not after Pickford. No, it's for me what happened at the time. That was the point. So we move on. Yeah. Anything to add? Sorry, Don. Anything no, to add? It, it, I 100% agree, Mars. I mean, they, I think the main issue with it is, is I think Pickford, he's done this before. He's just reckless. He kind of loses his head. It's like a, he, he's one of these keepers who has a bit of a lack of composure. I don't think he physically meant to do it. I think he just, he didn't know where the ball was and he literally is just leaping. I don't know what he thinks he's doing, but I've seen him doing these brain dead things before. Delhi Ali, I remember he did it before as well. It's the exact same thing. He's, um, I think he just has that in him. It's just you would like to. I don't understand really how in this day and age, when pretty much everything is picked up, that that was somehow missed. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. And I know social media at times can be, especially in these things here, they can be a serious wind up thing whereby someone will try to wind up an opposition fan. They won't even look at it from uh, an objective or objective uh, standpoint and they'll just say something mm. to wind someone up. And uh, when passions are high, things can be said. <laughs> that can, uh, that, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Thanks a million, Tom, for that question. We really appreciate your, um, your, uh, I mean, I, I know that you would have really, you would have regretted if you didn't have Mars's opinion on, um, on the whole incident. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Uh, who's the Bosselli at FBO uh, underscore Letics underscore? He's uh, basically saying something that we touched on, but let's let's quickly have a look at it again. Now that DCL is so highly owned, do we just avoid him as a way to make up ground on those who have him and pray whoever we own instead cover outscores him? I feel like I'm cutting off my nose to spot my face by refusing to buy him and need to find a way to make up ground on OR. Look, we, we touched on this, so I think yeah. I don't know what his OR is, but um, I don't... I know this is going to sound stupid, but I don't think DCL is essential. I think he will continue dripping goals, but I think there's others that can match him and, and outscore him in games. Um, now, with Richarlison being, being off, he might get even more more of the uh, slices of the pie, but maybe also Hamas, Rodriguez will as well. Uh, he might be on pace. Or, or the pie might be smaller because Richarlison does tie up a lot of um, defensive attention. Um, absolutely so it might impact him that way it'll be an interesting one to yeah. see i it, i wouldn't go it's not a it's not an either or if it, if it really irks you to bring him in then i probably wouldn't because if he doesn't do mm. anything then you're probably going to be kicking yourself 10 times harder but it's um it's it's really if you're comparing him i would just look at him now at the price he is and compare him to the other option that you're going for and say is he going to provide better value at that price and just pretend he hasn't scored any points beforehand um is and, and if he's the answer then then go for him if not stay away yeah i think that it's not knee jerking because he's consistent so yeah. you will get points from dcl over the over the period over over a run and there'll be a time that he might dry up but right now he's on he's on fire mm-hmm. he also asked us question uh, about captains so we'll touch on that in the next yeah. um in the next section um uh, Lion's Head at FBL Lion's Head also um, it, it's another question from, from sorry Mr. Earlier it, it, it sure looks clean sheets are out the window again we touched on this uh, for Liverpool Who, who's scoring more points between Robbo and Grealish in the next 10 I mean it's difficult Look, we said about Grealish he's a great player with a great set of fixtures Robbo has been fantastic for Liverpool probably one of the brightest starts of the, uh, mm. starts of the season for the team um, I would say Grealish with his position would get more points but it's it's high, you know. If if you're going to choose between them, like I said before, I would go for attacking players right now. Don, what do you think? Yeah, it depends on what way it fits into your structure, really. I mean, if um if if you do want to um as I said downgrade say from Robbo to Digne, and that extra million then can upgrade you for Grealish, I'd probably go with that. Um, but I like Robbo is one of these players, Mercy. I mean, you have had a conversation or two about Robbo versus Trent. Um, mm. he, he gets into so many attacking if he was a little bit kind of calmer in front of goal he just seems to snatch at it a little bit if he did that then he could be definitely he could be outscoring um, Trent even if Trent was knocking in free kicks because he gets in the box some amount of times I mean yeah um, but but personally over the next your, the question the listener question was you know over the next few fixtures which I think will outscore the other um, I would probably be on Grealish um, we're yet yeah. to see who the Villa penalty kick taker is, um, I think. So um, that one yeah. would be an interesting one who gets that responsibility. But I would be putting money on being Grealish, um, personally. Yeah. Some people say it could be Barkley, but we don't, yeah, until we see it, we mm. don't know. But absolutely, yeah. I think they've got, you know, Grealish seems to be the flavour of the month. The captain as well. Like, um, mm. Yeah. FBL Coppola, Coppola FBL, uh uh, do you now, so again, more on Robo, do you think it's now okay to go long-term Robo over TAA? seems to be getting much more advanced. We'll literally just touch on it. It was a big decision for me on the wild card, but as we talked, Don, I said to you, I don't know why, I'm o- I've always been a Trent and a Moore man versus a Robo and a Mane man. 
But I love all four of them. And when I see Robbo assisting Mane for Liverpool, I'm, I'm happy. Um, I think, uh, in hindsight, probably should have been Robbo based on the stats and based on the, what we've seen in the eye test. Um, and, I, and, I, and I would advise people right now, if you're going based on what you've seen, it probably should be Robbo. We just know that Trent has this 20-pointer uh, game in him. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I, I like them both. But if I was, it's funny because I've just done my wild card, but I didn't <laughs> think a lot about it. But I would probably advise people to go with Robo. Funny, right? But I just can't. I don't know why I can't. Look, Mersey, if we make a business on this podcast of giving people the proper advice and then following <laughs> following our hearts on our on our main decisions on our for ourselves, but uh, yeah, we'll let you have that one. Yeah. Yeah, and we had uh, another one from Ian uh, FBL Strategic at Fantasian PL. I would love to hear Kylie's take on the Aguero match for sure incident. So we, I just wanted to say thanks for the question. Obviously, we're not ignoring it, but when Kay's back, she can uh, decide if she wants to, to, to touch on that or not. Um, I think it's been discussed a lot. So thank you all for the questions. Back over to you, Don. Nice one, Mersey. Um, so uh, to wrap up our podcast tonight, Mersey, we're going to touch on our game week plans and our captain pick. So um, your post wild card and you're pretty happy looking at your team. Is your plan to roll the transfer? Yes and no. Yes and no. Um, I've just uh, uh, so uh, initially yes, uh, I was gonna just roll. I'm now, uh, yeah. Uh, look, it will be a really late decision, but I. A wise man, and I've, and I'm, I've either tweeted it or I'm going to put it, told me, um, and this is late riser, he, he knows this. With his I thought you were going to talk about me uh, there, Maris. I was starting to blush. <laughs> we were talking about Rashford versus Martial right at the beginning of the season. And I was saying how I you know, I had my feeling Martial would have a good season. And since then, he's been sent off and, and today he's got an own goal. <laughs> um, and he said Rashford is a streaky player. And when, when he's on fire, jump on him. And he's just on fire at the moment. Um, he scored the winner tonight for them in the Champions League. Uh, I heard it's a good goal. I wasn't watching it. He's scored in the last couple of games. Uh, Bruno missed another penalty. I know he had to retake it, but you know, could easily see Rashford back on pens. And I don't have a United cover. And I'm not scared by his games, by the way. He has a good record against Arsenal. Chelsea are not great defensively. I can wait, do nothing. I've scored well. Or jump early. Whether it's uh, and it could be for Son because I have the double up, so I still Ooh. have Kane. Still, still have. No, Mersey, that would be a ballsy call. That would well, be exactly, a... and, and, and I might, I might, like I said, Spurs also have great fixtures. So if it's mm. not broken, don't fix it. It would be a late decision. For example, if I see uh, Son didn't start uh, on Thursday, uh, then I wouldn't think about it. Son plays the whole game and nobody else does. We've seen Mourinho rest Son, by the way. Mm. Uh, and with, with with the hamstring, except it's going to be a last minute decision. That's not a that's Probably not a very not. nice thing to call um, Gareth Bale hamstring. That's um, <laughs> that's that's nasty, Mersey. I mean, he's 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 he has been playing golf for quite a long time, and you know there's a bit of an injury history there, but it's a bit mean. Yeah. yeah. The other one, the other one I was thinking about um, also is uh, I've got done from uh, Burnley at four million. And I was really, really impressed by Kilman yesterday. And they've got some good fixtures, and I have no Wolves cover. And he's at four, probably I looked at it rising to 4.1. Now, if I don't need... so Because I'm thinking, and when I did the wild card, I'm, I'm not thinking, of apart from the Rashford now, uh, of any moves for the next two to three game weeks. So I'm willing to... Uh, and I might still do it, 
take Donat because he hasn't played for Burnley. I know he will play if one of their players get injured, which is why I brought him in. Just a four million that might become active later on, and hopefully I never need him. But actually get Kilman in because I think he will continue to be in the team for a little bit, and he's a play in four four mil. Maybe again, it's it's a potential. Yeah, I don't know. That that all sounds, Mars, like you've created this absolute masterpiece on your um, wild card and you're the painter just doing the final finishing touches to it, just <laughs> moving around the four million defenders like just... Uh, all right, don't, just... Don't, don't, jinx, don't, don't jinx it, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Captain-wise, it's on, been on Salah since uh, um, FPL was active. It's between him and Kane, but I'm probably going to stick with Salah. Yeah, um, captain wise, same for me. Um, I've uh, I've I've had it on Salah all the time, but um, I've already made a move, Mersey, because you know me, I I I don't like to um, let the grass grow under my feet. So um, mm. yeah, I've already taken a minus four. Um, Again? Because, yeah, because why why not, Mersey? If you you know, just make it rain, make it rain. Um, I've uh. <laughs> Yeah, I got sick and tired of... I saw Reese James came on for Chelsea for his one-pointer, and I went, sweet mother of God, at least even give me the opportunity of having Taylor coming off the bench um, to uh, to see what he might do, you know, and give me Painful. something. And he just trots on with a couple of minutes to go, and I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. So Reese James is gone. Um, Dinier is the man that came in for him. It was between Dinier and um, Castagna. I prefer the Everton fixtures, and I think Dinier is um, he's he's basically another midfielder for his delivery and his assists and so on. So um, so yeah, he's in, and then Kane upgrading from Jimenez. Um, the the move, yeah. It it I could have I could have left. Um, I could have left in defence, not move, make that move for Dinier, um, and upgraded say Wilson to Kane, um, and kept Jimenez there. But um, I just I need to have something from my defence because it is very much a pound ship def- or a pound shop defence, um, already, and I needed to have a little bit of oomph there. So um, yeah, Jimenez made room for um for Kane, um, between Salah and Kane for the captaincy, it is all about um. It is really all about. I just want to have a look at the stats, the home versus away, um, especially in the um, post, you know, post um, the lockdown. Um, I think towards the end of last season and um, at the beginning of this, I want to see kind of what the stats look like home versus away for Kane and Salah, um, and just yeah, kind of weigh my decision. Yeah, you will see Kane, Kane in better stats, by the way. Mm. I would just say in that, just be careful because we both know Liverpool's form after lockdown was uh, yeah. ridiculous because no. we've won yeah. the league already. You know, yep. uh, Salah's been incredible since the beginning of the season, and so has Kane. So I think it's literally, and, and I know it's very hard. It's one funny to because I was similar to you when you have a double, uh, two or three captain blanks in a row, or not captain blanks, but when you pick the wrong one, you mm. start questioning yourself even more. What I would say is, yeah, uh, try not to overthink it and just go with your gut. Um, mm. Literally, at the beginning of every week, as soon as the game is on, I decide who my captain is, and I just keep back in my, uh, my gut. I went with KDB for the last two, and he did nothing, and I think it was unlucky, and it was always going to be Kane if I brought him in, and went with yeah. Kane, and it, it delivered. And, and so it banged, I would yeah. say don't overthink it too much. It's, it's, uh, it, is, look, we, it is one of those things, Mersey, that I think, though, that um, I have pretty much, and I went, right, I'm just going to decide on Salah has been on fire, you know, like the way me and you are seeing, the way he's played um, this season. Mm. He looks like he's determined to 
to nail that golden boot down by Christmas. You know, that he's like, he looks like he's that much on fire for me. Um, so I was going, I actually debated just going perma-captain on Salah and not even moving it, not thinking about it at all and just leaving it while he's fit. Um, but yeah, I'm just getting sick and tired. It is one of these things this season that's actually beginning to irritate me is just how much I am not hitting the captain pick any week. Um, and it's, yeah. not, it's not that my guys are flopping. They're scoring a goal, but the alternative is scoring two goals and an assist. Um, and that does make a big difference in terms of the price. It does. Yeah, goal. absolutely. Absolutely, it does. And I, and I get the frustration. I absolutely get it. Uh, yeah, I just decided, you know what? I decided to, to target teams and uh, go with home players that are explosive. Mm. So if I see, for example, the reason I went with Kane over Salah is because it was a Mezzisad derby. Now, I knew, every, I knew it would be an open game, but I just still thought... Okay, and, and, and the funny thing is, if, if, again, if I thought too much about the stats, and we said it on the pod last week, West Ham had the least amount of shots on goal. Exactly. And Spurs had the most amount of shots on goal. So I tried not to overthink it. Kane is playing at home, he's playing for Spurs, and he's playing against West Ham. West Ham are not suddenly become AC Milan of the 90s. So I went for it. Look, Mersey, um, it's been a pleasure, as always, uh, potting with you. And um, unfortunately, of course, we miss RK, but, um, but it's been good talking to you anyway, all the same. Uh, we've, uh, we have been Mers. You can find at Mers05. Kylie who you can find at Kylie FBL, sent her some, um, some pictures of kittens, goats, um, puppies, anything like that that will make her feel better. And myself, you can find at The Marple Curse. And of course, make sure you're following our group account at Three Amigos FBL. Uh, special request, um, if you enjoy the podcast, please give it a five-star review on iTunes. It's the best way you can support the show. Thanks as always for listening and your continued support. Adios, amigos. Brave amigos are we, brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo.